Hey loves, welcome back to Strip Down. I am like super beyond excited for today. Uh, my voice just went high. <laughs> um, <laughs> is a friend of mine, everybody that, you know, that doesn't live under a rock knows her and knows who she is. She's an incredible TV personality, podcast host, singer, YouTuber. She has a degree in broadcast journalism. This is Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules. Hey babe. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited. We've been talking about doing this forever. And I'm like, Wait, literally like, yes. I'm like, I'm about to pop. You saw how big my belly is. I'm like, let's Seriously. do this. <laughs> let's make You're this so happen. pregnant. You're I'm so, so pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm, I'm sitting in bed podcasting with you. I'm, I'm so happy. Amelia's napping. Dawson's working. I'm like, great. This is, this is happening. As you would say, it's all happening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. It's all happening. I love it. Love well, it. I've been dying to get you on my show because I told you, I'm like, everyone gets like this skewed perspective of like, you know, who Sheena is and like, you know, oh, she's just this girl in her roles or, oh, she just has boy troubles. Oh, it's this. And it's like, I've known you for a long time. Like, season one season two is when I think we started like yeah. together Mark had asked me to start styling you we became friends I started working with Mark like end of season three okay so okay. probably around like 2014 yeah I mean yeah we're in 2020 it's like been a minute <laughs> I know it's crazy you know and it's like I have seen you go through so many ups and downs and obviously that's life all of us have been through it you just unfortunately I've gone through it on camera and have had to share so much of you know your real raw life which I give you so much credit for because most people can't do it and share that and be that vulnerable and like you have been and you've taken you know so much and stride and just kept going but I said to you I'm like let's talk like like real today like I I feel like everybody has a skewed perspective with edit they get on Bravo or they just see you here and they think, oh, you know, she's just this. And I'm like, no, you don't know her. Like I've known her for so many years. I've watched her grow and evolve and do all these things. Like you've always talked about, you wanted to have, you know, a YouTube, like even years ago when I was styling you. Now you finally have this like amazing YouTube channel that you're doing all this vlogging on, you know, all social media, like content creation, a really fun Coachella episode recently that I was loving. Yeah. So, like I have a Coachella right now. And I'm like, yes, glitter <laughs> on the belly. Like, I love it. <laughs> you know? And Oh, my God, like, glitter on the belly. Right? Yeah. I'm telling you, I watched that, and I was like, ooh, maybe I'll get inspo and find some kind of fun glitter that I already have in my house that I can put on it. And then I like, do it as a post for content, right? It was like giving me inspo. I'm like, this is fun. Like, I love it, you know? And that's what I love about you. You always, like, make light of everything. You always try to just have fun with what you're doing. And I think that's what kills me personally about Vanderbilt Rules is, like, they never show that side of you. It's always like so serious. Like if you're in a frustrated moment, whatever it may be. And it's like, but that's really not you. Like you're a very fun, loving, open person. I mean, I told everyone, like when I first started styling you, not only would we become friends, but you immediately like, come have lunch with me. Like come meet my friends, like brought me into the Vanderhump Rules group and like styling Ariana and different things and being at like different events and projects. And like, that's just who you are. You're just like such a nice, you know, open and caring person. And I feel like so many people like just don't, get that from the show. Thank you. Um, yeah, because, you know, you see a very small percentage of my life when there's 18 other people's lives being documented. I mean, when the show started, there were six of us and 18? then there were eight, wow, eight and then there were that. 10 and now there's 19 total. If you count Lisa, wow. 19 people. Wow. Insane. So it's like, 
you know, you can only see so much and it's frustrating getting judged on the, you know, zero to eight minutes a week you see of me. It's like, it might be one scene in one conversation and everyone's judging me a hundred percent on those two minutes of my life. Right. Like, let's take your worst two minutes and then judge you. Like, come <laughs> on. I mean, right. Right. it's so annoying. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure. And I, you know, and I think you do a good job of, you know, like I said, making light of it and kind of just, you know, pushing past it and, and being, you know, raw and vulnerable and, and positive as much as you can be, obviously you're going to have moments, which is understandable. Cause like you said, most people can't handle, you know, having that focus. I mean, listen, you know, I did that crazy show on, you know, stripped on Bravo and that wasn't even, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even a season. And that was hard for me. I mean, the stuff that came out from it and people and attacking and the comments. And then especially cause I was pregnant and became a mom. Everyone's like, Oh my God, you're so disgusting that you would do that. And then and I was like, Oh my God, it's really hard to deal with. I mean, yeah. And you filmed that show naked. Right. <laughs> <Straight> up. <laughs> Right. So well, something like, already hard and made it that much harder. Yes, exactly. You know, it was like oh. they were like, "Yeah, Andy decided everyone would be naked and be more vulnerable." Of course he did. Okay, it was funny. Gotta love him. Right. You know, so it was just like, but I so like I got a taste of that. So for you, you've been living this like season to season to season, and you know, I want to talk about this because especially I think for my mom's space, you go through so much bullying. Like I watch it you know, on your social, I've seen it, it kind of, you know, in person in bits, like just things that people like to just judge, like you said. And I think you do a really good job of not only handling the bullying, but also like kind of calling it out in a positive space and being like, this isn't okay. And like, you know, you can't say these kind of things just because you are behind a screen or just because you think you know me from a show for in three minutes. And I kind of wanted to right. ask, how do you feel like you navigate the bullying because really that's what it is and as an you know and as a new mom who of course is another girl in the way like that's something I think about all the time like oh my gosh how am I going to handle the bullying for them when I'm still trying to figure out how to navigate it for myself well I hope you never have to deal with that as a mom because as a kid it's like one of the hardest things I got bullied so much in junior high even elementary school a little bit with so much in junior high, and I never wanted to put that burden on my mom, especially when she was pregnant with my sister. Like, I've just always been a person, like, I've just been so grown up since I was so little that, like, I was just like, I'm fine, I'll deal with it on my own. And when my mom found out so many years later, I mean, it broke her heart because she was like, I had no idea you were going through that. I'm like, because I didn't want you to, because I was just like, this, what, what am I gonna have my mom show up to school and fight my battles for me? Like, no. So, like, I don't wish that upon any parent, any kid. It's the worst fucking thing ever. But what's ironic is the girls who are bullies on the show are girls who got bullied growing up. And I'm like, really? did you not learn from your childhood? What is wrong with you? It's so annoying. Like, Stassi was not the head cheerleader, like beautiful girl in high school. Lala was bullied so much growing up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why don't you have more compassion? But I've heard recently that um, Lala had texted me last week apologizing and it felt very genuine. And then I just heard um, today that I guess on her podcast this week, she like broke down in tears of how bad she felt for how she treated me. And yeah. I'm like, look, I don't want to say like, I'm glad you're crying, but like, I'm glad you realized that you were an asshole. And yeah. I'm happy that you see this, you can acknowledge it and hopefully grow from it because I'm a very, very strong person and I'm a very forgiving person. 
But every person you treat the way you've treated me is not going to have the same reaction. So right. stop being a dick. Yeah. That's, that's my advice. Don't be a dick. It's not no, hard. It's I was totally bullied in middle school and high school. And I mean, it was, it was horrible. And like, I remember like wanting to be like in the bathroom hiding for lunch. Cause I didn't have the strength to like deal with it. And like, I would try to skip lunch. So I wouldn't have to see certain girls or go to a different study hall. So I didn't have to deal with those groups. And it is, it's, it's, it's horrible, you know? And I think it's terrible that the bullying has gotten to a whole new level between like TV and social media. People just don't think anything of it. No. And it's like, everyone just sits behind their computer screens and it's like so brave. And I'm just like, come say that to my face, please come say that to my face. Like no one does. Anytime I meet anyone, Oh my God, you're my favorite. Can I get a picture? I love you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you, do you really? (laughs) I don't know. Right. Yeah. People are assholes and it's just, it's not hard to not be an asshole. Like it's harder for me, like the first couple episodes and I'm hazing, bullying, whatever the fuck you want to call it to Dana. I'm like, okay, well, A, what you didn't see was Peter, our actual manager at Sir, was telling me what to tell her to do. Of course. So whatever. But also, I'm like, bitch, I've worked here for a decade. If you think I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. At this point, I'm, I'm past polishing glasses. Yeah. You're new. You can do that. I'll wait the table. You do the bitch work. Like, I'm I sorry. I'm not going to no, I'm not going to do that anymore. No. I mean, that's how it's been. Yeah. That's how you started. I mean. Exactly. Know your role. And yeah. like, my role is not, I'm the new girl at Sir anymore. So I'm sorry that you have to do the bitch work that I don't want to have to do. And it has <laughs> nothing to do with Max at right. all so right. think that all day long it's like you don't see me giving brett or charlie side work because that's not the story to tell you yeah. know but it's like i i trained all of them like i just i clicked more with brett and charlie's personalities than i did with dana's from day one when i met her at like the house chilling party it was like it wasn't a warm welcome it's like i'm sorry you're on uh, not just me like not my show but our show that you're you're on our show us OGs made this show. You're a part of that. So not saying you need to come and kiss all of our asses, but when you're being nice to everyone else and you're not even introducing yourself to me or trying to get to know me, oh, yeah, no, it's not my job. From the beginning, yeah. Exactly. It's not my job to include you. Been right. there, done that, and look where it's left me. With right. assholes. Yeah. Like, I took Lala under my wing, and what good did that do? You know, like really did that upset me to be honest. Uh, because so I'm like, why? Why do I want to do this again? Like, I'm sorry that like my anger is misdirected, and because the way Lala's treating me, I'm treating you this way when you're a different person. I'm sorry that like I'm going through some personal shit, and I'm not getting my personal shit filmed, but you're getting your career filmed, and you've been on the show for two days. Like, I'm sorry that that doesn't make me just want to like be warm and fuzzy to you. But yeah. Max or no Max, it had nothing to do with him. Yeah. Which is why I didn't have an issue with him and Kara or him and 17 other girls he's hooked up with who I know. Like, <laughs> I know. He really like, gets around, huh? <laughs> he, he gets around. But you know what? He has such a good heart and he is such an amazing person. He really is. And it's unfortunate you're only seeing the fuckboy side of him. Yeah. Because he really is a good person. And... I mean, I talk to him every day. We FaceTime, we talk on the phone. When we're not in quarantine, we hang out often. <laughs> He'll come out here. I go to TomTom, Tom, you know, whatever. But it's 
hopefully, you know, there is another season. Hopefully you get to see more of our friendship because also it's like our whole friendship was off camera because we never got scenes together. Mm. And when we did, it was like a, a minute of this scene we're already filming that I'm a part of for a second interrupting. It's like, we never got to just film our hangouts. So it's like, you just see me as a jealous ex when in reality, I'm a happy friend. Yes. I just want my friend to be happy. I don't see him happy with Dana. So I'm sorry that I'm not like, yeah, team Max and Dana when <laughs> it just wasn't, it wasn't the right match. Like right. Right. she's just, she, she's not his type and everyone knew it. And it just seemed calculated and awkward and not, it just didn't seem real. Well, and you're very honest. I mean, I've known that about you from like the get-go when we first met, Like, you're a very honest, straightforward person as like sweet and, you know, humble as you can be. You're like very straightforward. Like even with styling, it was like, I'd bring in a rack of clothes and you were like, not that one, not that one, that one, maybe I'll try on that one. I like that one I love. And okay, the rest can go like, yeah. that, like that is who you are. Like whether it be clothing, fitness, boys the show like that is how you are so it's yeah. not you're being like an asshole to her being like sorry you're not a match you're just like I'm being straight up and this is what it is yeah I'm like I know Max very well I know his type I'm such good friends with his ex-girlfriend who lives in San Diego like I miss her so much because it's like Brock's down in San Diego right now working and I'm like I, I would normally be so excited to go so I can hang out with Drea but I'm like we can't do that right now. So I'd rather yeah. stay here by myself than sit in your apartment, which is gorgeous. But like, no yeah. offense, I'd rather be here. But I'm like, I'm friends with Max's real exes and other girls who he's just casually hooked up with. So to say that it's because of Max, I'm like, it, that Max was the last thing on reasons of why we're not clicking. Like he wasn't even a factor in it. And if he was, he was the very last factor. Okay. It was like the icing on the cake kind of thing, like whatever. Yeah, it was like, you're getting your career filmed and I'm not. Yeah. Lala was a bitch to me after I was her friend and like, you're not. It was just like, it was, or not, yeah. you're not, but like, I'm thinking you are. Yeah. So like, why do I want to be friends with you? I don't. It was just like, there were so many things that it was very misdirected anger and it wasn't fair. And I should have had an honest conversation with her from the beginning, but also I'm like, bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> I've been here for three days. I'm not going to just open what do I owe my you? heart to you. Yeah. I right. didn't know if she was going to stick around all summer, if she was going to mesh with the group for all I knew. I was filming with her for a week or two, and then she was going to be off to, you know, whatever else. She had a full career in medical sales. So I didn't know how much I needed to try and include this girl in my life because you might be gone next week. So why invest myself? Which even with Charlie, like we clicked right off the bat, but I didn't fully invest myself in her life mm -hmm. because I didn't know if she was going to be gone in a couple of weeks. I just, her personality and mine are very similar. Yeah. And we just clicked. Dana, Stassi, and Lala's personalities are very similar. And we just didn't click. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not everyone's cup of tea and neither is she and neither but is Charlie. Is. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like if you don't ruffle someone's feathers and like clearly everyone's liking you for this like fake persona, like you need to be your real self. And I mean, like, again, like you said, you know, like you're one of the OGs, like, you went through it, especially with the girls, like, and had to learn for yourself after like all these fallout friendships and being betrayed to be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna choose to really invest my time in and like who my relationships are gonna be. And I'm not gonna allow myself to be bullied anymore. And you went through that hardcore. Yeah. And also I'm just like, I didn't have the time or will or care to involve 
every new person on Vanderpump Rules this season. I'm like, why is this my actual job to include these five new people on a show that I started with five of my friends? Yeah. Like, why, why is that literally my job to now make you a part of my life? That's my job? Like, I'm <laughs> sorry, I don't fuck with you. And if there are no cameras here, we would never speak. So why am I going to fake a friendship and force something with someone I'm not clicking with, Max or Max not? Like, I just, I'm sorry, my job is to tell my truth and to live my most authentic self. And uh, we didn't click. So I'm not going to force and fake that because that's not, then I would not be doing my job by being fake. Right. That, right. Exactly. And that's what I mean. Like that real raw self is you and you, and, and you share it. And I think that gets sometimes construed as like, oh, well, she's just being, you know, bitchy or, oh, she's just being judgmental or, oh, like you said, it's because she's into him. And it's like, no, I'm just being me and being real about it. And then you're catching yeah. pieces of it and thinking and, and getting a storyline that that's what it is. Yeah. And it just, uh, it, the, this whole season has just been so annoying to watch back because I remember things so vividly. And then when I watch it back, it's so different. And it's just like, it's frustrating because I'm getting judged on things that aren't actually even true necessarily. It's like, everyone's like, oh, you just wanted to fuck Brett and you're just sad that he didn't want you. And I'm like, no, actually what the story was is I was trying to replace Adam in my life in a friend way, not in a physical way, because I had guys I was hooking up with. So I didn't need that from anyone else. Yeah. I, I missed my best friend. I missed having that guy who I could talk to about the other guys I was talking to. And I just like, I wanted that so badly. And yeah, I was desperate for a friendship. Right. But it, that it never, yeah. it never comes across that way because you see me flirt with him, but you never saw him flirt with me. You don't see Danica calling him out about flirting with me and leading me on and all of these things. So it's like, it looks like it was one way. And I'm like, why wasn't it an interesting story to tell that, you know, Sheena's grown and she learned her lesson from Adam and doesn't want to fuck up another friendship. Why is that not interesting that I've grown? Instead, yeah. you have Lala commenting on the after show about how there's nothing interesting about a 34-year-old in a crop top and a slutty Jojo Siwa ponytail doing the same thing over and over. I'm like, but I'm not doing the same thing over and over. And if you were a part of my life, you would know that. Yeah. But exactly. you're a part of my life a few months out of it. Yeah. You know, it's not the same as it was three years ago. Yeah. So I'm not doing the same thing. I've actually grown a lot, which is why I even apologize to Dana because my anger was misdirected and it was, it was beyond unfair the way I acted towards her. Right. And I was never threatened by her. I felt my job was threatened by all these new people coming in. I'm like, is Charlie the new Sheena? Is Dana the new Stassi? Like, what is going on? Max is Jack. Brett no, is Schwartz. Danica is Chris. They cannot hold a candle to you guys. Like, I've had so many conversations with different people, and they're like, no way. Like, yeah, okay, it's fun to bring them in, whatever. I get it. Spice it up. But they can't hold a candle. Like, I honestly, not to be rude, but like, I... When I watch it, I'm like, I feel like they're just thrown in as like extra fluff. Yeah. But I mean, it was uh, probably the hardest season for me to film. I mean, and uh, like the divorce and all that obviously was very difficult, but that's been so long and I've grown yeah. and healed from all of that. So in the late, the later seasons, like six, seven and eight, this was like beyond the hardest for me just because I was like, 
what show am I on? I feel like here's all of my friends on this show and I'm at Sir with all of these people. And I'm like, are they right. still my friends? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. Well, and like, because you guys have gone through so much, obviously, and you're so many seasons in, like, is it is it weird for you? Like, because like you're saying it is like hard to film, like, and hard to look back. Is it weird for you because so much of those friendships have changed and they're not what you had a few years ago? Yeah, I mean, I... I wish that, but you know, it would be a very boring, a very boring show if we all got along and it was all right. sunshine and fucking rainbows. Right. So I don't wish that like, you know, everything was perfect. I just wish that you saw more of the full truth and story because I personally find it so much more interesting when you find out the deeper reasons and why people are acting the way they are. Like, that's what I love so much about watching the Kardashians is it could not be more real of a reality show. Is Courtney gonna do the show? If Courtney doesn't wanna film, she's out. If, it was just like, I'm like, you're talking about the show on the show, this is fascinating. Right. And yeah. it's like, if they could have just like shown the part where I'm telling Dana in the back alley, I'm sorry, it's not you, it's the fact that you're filming the things that I deserve to be filming. Right. That you're showing your you're career. Right. If it wasn't for me and Stassi, Kristen, Katie, Jackson Sandoval, if it wasn't for the six of us, you would not be here. Yeah. So why are you getting something that I deserve and I've worked for? You haven't worked at all for this. You just got put here. Right. And here you go. Here's a silver platter. Let's film your career and let's show everybody. And I'm like, fuck off. Not yeah. fair. I don't blame you. Yeah. Well, there's definitely like a priority, th like a priority thing. And it's like, it's not seniority by any means. Like you can just kind of tell they just kind of bounce around and like, pick whatever they feel fits. And it's true. It's not fair. Cause you guys have been from the beginning. I mean, literally for people obviously that know the watch from the beginning, they literally started with you like exiting from like Lisa's into the show. I mean, that's how they opened Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. I mean, it literally was like you in that whole moment. So and now I'm involved with this bullshit with Brett and Dana that I could not give two shits about, but it's my job to give a shit about it. So I have to, <laughs> but I'm like, if they want to date, go ahead. Yeah. The fact that Dana felt like I did like him and her and I got to a good place and went out with him anyways, that was my issue. Had she come to me and been like, hey, I kind of have felt like from some of our conversations that like you maybe see like a future with Brett or like, you know, now's not the right time. But he asked me out to lunch and like, I just want to give you a heads up. Like I did say yes right. and I want to see where it goes. But like, I'm giving you a heads up. I would have had so much respect for her and been like, you know what? I get it. And you know what? Maybe you guys are a great match. Totally cool. I don't like him like that. But the fact that you thought I did and you did it anyways, and then told me after yeah. like, yeah, I get it's our job. Right. Catch me off guard. But like as a friend, why not before the date while you're doing your job, give me a call, give me a heads up to catch me off guard with that. It just seemed very shady and calculated and fake. And I just was like, I feel like I'm going to throw up right now. So I'm going to exit this conversation because I don't care to finish it. Right. Well, and, and you never like going back to like the whole, like, you know, bullying thing, you never bullied the situation. It was very much like, I feel like I'm being disrespected. I feel like I'm not really getting the truth here and everything's super shady. So like, why would I buy into that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't blame oh, you. When I was watching, I was cringing for you. I even said to Justin, I was like, poor Sheena. I was like, this is so messed up. <laughs> I literally cringe every week. It's like, if I didn't have weed, I don't know how I would <laughs> get through Tuesdays. <laughs> like, like, I need a release. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, you know, but on to a happier note, you finally have shared Barack with all of us. I mean, I knew he's been around for a while, but a lot of people didn't. And I'm so happy for you. And like, you could just see the glow in you and see the way he looks at you and the way you look at him. And like, it's so genuine. It's so like pure, it's so real. And you can tell too, he's so not involved in like that part of your life. And he's so grown up, thank God, compared to like Rob and all the others. And he's so just like a man that you really have wanted. And, you know, I don't blame you for taking some time to share it. Yeah, and what's funny is, other than Max, Brock is the youngest guy out of any of the guys I've dated on the show. Oh my god, how funny. I didn't know he was like, funny. Yeah, so Max just turned 28, Brock's going to be 30 uh, next month, or in June. But I'm like, it's so funny, because he's so much more a man than these men, quote-unquote, who I've dated, who are just boys compared to him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, you can. But I think when you get married and you have kids and you live a whole life and you travel the world in your twenties, like that definitely like ages it matures you. It doesn't age you, well, can but it matures you. And I feel like he's experienced so much in life already that even though he's only twenty nine and we're literally like exactly five years apart, it's just he's so much more mature than so many people I've dated who are ten years older than him. Yeah. No, you can see it. You can see the way he acts and the way like he handles you and like you can tell how he like holds himself like at events with you. Like there's no competition. There's no pressure. There's no, you know, oh, I need to attach to her because I feel uncomfortable. Like he just holds himself. He's a man, you know? Yes, I know. (laughs) I love it. You know, it's like, and it's like, it's true though. It's like far and few between where you actually find a man versus like, a boy man, you know, who like pretends they can handle it. You know what I mean? Like that's how I feel like Rob was, honestly. I was like, he was a boy Ugh. man. I was like, okay, totally. I'll in certain situations I'm I can man up and do this, but then I'm gonna act like a little boy when it comes to all those other things. And it was like, really? Like, ugh. yeah, you know, it's just man child. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do. Like, Brock plays his video games. I let him have that. I'm like, oh yeah, Justin plays his video games too. You Justin, know. That's okay. Yeah. But I'm like, you sitting at home playing your video games are more mature than any man putting a fucking hitch on the back of my car that I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) He's killer at Fortnite. It's so good. (laughs) I still don't get it, but I see that it looks like he does well. (laughs) Right. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. But I mean, you know, was that hard for you to decide to then go, okay, it's been quite some time. Now I'm going to share him with the world because you kind of kept him off obviously on purpose for a while. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we both wanted to wait until the time felt right. And to make sure that this was going somewhere, it wasn't just going to be a fling after, you know, this romantic vacay, whatever that we are compatible, our lives, you know, complement each other and whatnot. And once we hit our six month anniversary, we're like, should, I mean, we've like posted stuff on stories, we've podcasted yeah. together, but I'm like, what? I mean, now at this point, it's like, what are we waiting for? It's not like, here's my boyfriend. We've been together three weeks. I love <laughs> it so much. We're getting married. Like we're best friends. 
No, I was like, it's been over half a year. We've been living together for a month and a half. We spent two weeks together in Australia and Bali, didn't have a single argument. Had arguments living together for sure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and like, even just a month and a half living together feels like four or five months of a relationship. Like, I feel like we've been together for a year or two already. And I think it, we just needed to hit that six month mark so people take it seriously. But you were saying like, you know, it's been quite some time and you know, you felt like, okay, it's the right time to share. But I think you probably also genuinely like felt in your heart, like this is going somewhere and this is someone I love and I care about. So, uh, you know, why wouldn't I share them? Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, I mean, we've met each other's families. Like we've done so much in the half a year we've been together. And I just like, I want everyone to be able to experience that with us because everyone's been on this journey with me for eight, nine years now. And uh, I've never, I mean, I, I, I hate when I say this because I always like, I've never been with someone like Shay. I, he's not in the category. He was my husband. I married him, sure. yeah. a great human. And he loved me. Oh, so much. So absolutely. he is out of this, but I'm like, I've not dated someone who's ever made me feel like this loved and secure. And as much as Shay loved me, I never felt secure because right. I knew all of these demons that he had. And with Rob, he took every ounce of confidence I had left in my body away from me. I know. I've never felt so insecure about my body, my personality, my job, my friends, my everything. Yeah, I know. And when I was with him, and I don't think it's funny, it's actually his birthday today. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't think he ever did anything on purpose. I think he was just a very selfish human. And very insecure. Yeah. And it just, you know, and then Adam was verbally abusive while drunk and I I never understood why girls put up with that kind of behavior until I was in the situation and I'm like oh I get it because I love this person so much and like as much as I said I'm ready to commit to you and he was like I'm not I'm like well I know eventually I don't want to end up alone so I'm going to continue dating your number one choice if you don't want to date me then I'm going to go to two three and four and see if those are going to work out or I'm just going to have fun with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like every time I did that and I went on another date or I hooked up with someone else, it hurt him so much that when he would call me an effing whore when he was drunk, I just, I took it and I was just like, I, I get it. You're hurt. Like I understand. And I always made excuses and I'm like, right. Oh my God. I'm like one of those like battered wives who's making excuses for poor behavior right. and never, ever, ever was it even close to physical. But the verbal, emotional, and mental toll he took on me, like that shit fucked me up. And so then sure. Max comes into my life, a person who's so obsessed with me from day one. I was like, I am not in a place to date right now at all. I'm fucked up. But he just kept just showering me with love and cuddles and all these sweet text messages that I was like, all right, as much as I feel it's not the right time. I don't want to push someone amazing away who is super into me because of what I feel like it's not ready because Tyler Henry, Hollywood medium told me, wait until the end of 2019, to <laughs> like all these things in the back of my mind. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. 
Right. And it blew up in my face a month and a half later. And so after that, I was just like, this, this is why I didn't want to date you. Right. I, like I'm done. Yeah. It was just like hopping from one into another, into another. And after Max, like, I was just like, I'm, I'm staying single. Yeah. I am staying single. I do not want to date anyone. But then no one believed that I was genuinely happy. And I'm like, after Rob broke my heart and I moved to Vegas, I started a new life. I got my confidence back. I was in such a good place. Yeah, you had a show. Like, I mean, you know, you got to really do you and like be Sheena, like on your own. Yeah, it was amazing. But then when I moved back, it was season seven. Adam was down to do the show. And he he and I never planned on like, oh, let's like have a dating storyline or whatever. I was just like, I feel like I kind of need a person to like film solo scenes with and like, talk about the girls with when I can't talk to the girls about the girls. Right. And like, I just, I, he was my best friend. And then 4th of July fireworks and tequila happened and oops. And then we're like, Hey, that was so incredible. Like maybe we should see where this goes. But then it was like a month later, he still wasn't ready to commit. And I'm like, okay, well then I'm going to see what's up with this guy. And then it yeah. was just like, nine months of this tumultuous off and on shit. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm done. And so then all of last year, I was just done, done, done with everyone. And then we start filming and I'm like, Brett, I wanted to replace with like Adam in the friend way. Like I didn't want to hook up with him, but it wasn't, I guess, an interesting story that I grew and, you right. know, evolved. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. Right. Yeah, but now you're like so happy with Brock and he's such a good guy. And like I said, you could just see the glow with you guys. It's so cute. I feel like yeah. I've, been around, I've been around for a lot of your relationships. So I feel like I can kind of judge like what I you know, see with your guys and everything. And like, he just seems so doting on you. He seems like just genuinely into you and everything you're doing and supporting you and being a part of everything, his own life and letting you have your own life. And like, that's how it should be. Like, that's what's healthy. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'm like, I've never been happier. And I can see people being like, oh, you always say that. I'm like, I would hope with each new person you date until you find your person that you are happier and the happiest you've ever been. Sure, you should progress. What yeah. the fuck are you doing? Right. So like, yeah, when I say I've never felt this way before, I'm so happy. It's like, I'm not lying just because I've said that in the past when maybe I, I was, you know, playing it off that things were better than they were because... Also, I'm not on a television show with a ton of my best friends. Mm -hmm. I'm on a television show with a lot of assholes who are judgy. So if I'm not filming a scene with Tom, Ariana, Kristen, Brittany, or Max, I'm not comfortable completely opening up yeah. because these aren't the people I trust with my feelings. Right. So it's not that I'm not being honest. It's just, I'm going to tell you that everything's perfect because I'm not going to tell you what I'm really feeling because you don't deserve that from me. We're not that type of friends. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't blame you. But it's like, and it's like you said, it's not like you have like your real friends. Like I know who you hang out with, like hanging out with you there for you to sit and actually have like a real conversation with and be like, this is what's going on. This is how I feel. You're having to yeah. like open up to people that you don't want to share things with because they've burned you in the past. Exactly. Like, yeah. Now, well, and, and how does Brock feel about all of it? Because he seems so like, you know, such a man and kind of doing his own thing, but I'm sure he sees like how it affects you. And obviously like having his girl on the show, like, does he have any kind of opinion? I mean, he hates to see me upset, but he also, 
they are a different breed down under. I mean, <laughs> his the way he reacts to things can be quite harsh at times, but he's just very blunt and I'm very sensitive. And he's like, grow a pair. And I'm like, be nicer. But it's like, but I appreciate it because I'm like, I do need that tough love. Like I need someone who's telling it like it is and isn't just agreeing with me every day and telling me everything I'm doing is right. He calls me on my shit. He tells me when I'm being an asshole and he helps me do better. And that's what I've never had in a partner before. I've had, you know, yes men who I've dated who- yeah, or who are just obsessed with you yeah. and do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he challenges me and vice versa. And neither of us have ever had this with someone before. So it does feel real because I don't feel like I'm forcing it for anything. I It's just very easy. And with Rob, I felt like I walked on eggshells. I felt like I always had to do what he wanted to do because I didn't want him to break up with me because I just got divorced. And like, oh my God, like I can't like deal with that public scrutiny of like, oh, she's crazy. Yeah, she's desperate. She's this. I was like, no, 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 this has to work out because my marriage failed. So like in the public eye, this has to work out. Right. And now I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the public eye. I yeah. care about my happiness. Exactly. And with Rob, I just cared about my image. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not that I wasn't happy with him. I was happiest when him and I were with his family his family is absolutely amazing. He has a very, very great family upbringing. His parents, siblings are amazing. But it was just like, when it was just him and I, I never felt fully comfortable being vulnerable with him, opening up, complaining about the show, crying about the show. Like it was just like, oh no, 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 we're good. What, what do you need? Can I make you dinner? Can I go pick up your dog? Can I go take your dog for a walk? Can I go grab lunch for the whole office? Like, do you need me to go get gas for you? Do you want me to wash your car? Like, it was just like, always, what can I do to make your life better? And it was never the other way around. Right. And Maybe it was like a, a Disneyland trip. Either. Right. Right. <laughs> and I paid for the pass. Oh, <laughs> but you live and learn like you said and like I, I love it you said Brock calls you out and he's like super real because you know Justin like that's how my husband is like he yeah. calls me out on my shit like always trying to teach me things always you know trying to help me learn and evolve and grow and it's like it's hard but at the same time it's what's healthy and it's like how you help each yeah. other grow and how you fall more in love and how you have a healthier relationship yeah and that's a thing that I feel like it makes things easy, but it makes things really difficult at the same time because it's like, if something's bothering me, I'm going to speak up. And if Brock says or does something that hurts my feelings, he's going to know it. Like I'm done being passive. Yeah. And like, we'll literally like, we'll go at it. But then <laughs> we instantly have such great communication that we figure it out right away. So it's like, you can pop off and piss me off, but I know in a half hour from now, we're going to be better than we were before that because we've grown from it and we've communicated what hurt our feelings, what pissed us off, what was annoying. And it's very hard for both of us to admit when we're wrong in that sense. Cause I'm like, no, 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 you were being an athlete. No, you were being, I'm like, well, you're stubborn. Okay. I'm stubborn too. Yeah. I mean, I don't Taurus. know if you are stubborn and I'm stubborn. He's a Gemini. So, so okay. he's like so sweet and then can be a dick. 
It's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but it's true though. It's like when you actually allow those fights to happen and you allow the communication and all that to flow, like that's the realness of a relationship. Like, yeah. Like people that say we never fight and our relationship is amazing. It's like, well, then there must be so much shit underneath that you're not dealing with. Like that's really toxic. Like you, you need to be able to have arguments and, you know, bums and miscommunication and whatever to be able to be like, okay, like, let's just talk it out and we're cool. I mean, Justin and I have known each other now for a decade, which is insane. And we've been married for almost eight years. And it's like, we'll say all the time, like, we're still learning things. We're still growing. Like there's still things, but it's like, you still find that common ground and that communication, that love. I feel like that's what keeps it all like moving and continuing to be like real and grow. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so happy for you that you found that with him because I, I, and I was like, oh, like, oh, look, I'm like, she's so happy. You could see it. Like there's such a glow on you and you just go, he looks at you. And like, I just, it makes me happy as your friend because I've seen you go through so much and I've seen you yeah. grow as a person. And like, I know a lot of people, like you said, don't see that because of the show, but it's like, you have grown as a person and you've been on the show since you were like super young. So, you know, it's like everything you've gone through and now be with this guy who like, really respects you and loves you and, you know, dotes on you and everything. It's like, that's amazing. Cause that's all, yeah. all we ever all want when we're, you know, dating someone, want to marry someone. Yeah, definitely. So I'm happy that everyone can see the real me on my YouTube yeah. and see my relationship because let's say he does do the show, which will be very minimally regardless. If there's a season nine, he lives in San Diego. He's not going to get paid to be on the show. It's not his job. It's not going to be his priority and it shouldn't be. Right. But like, let's say he does. And let's say that it's just the fourth year in a row of making <laughs> certain things look a certain way. It's like, edits. okay, are you going to judge our relationship on the two minutes you saw last night or the 17 hours on my YouTube? Yeah. What do you think is more believable and real and authentic? Like, well, and also too, like your YouTube, just of you, like you get to see you like just, you know, laughing and being your silly self and like putting your makeup on and like what you're doing and like how you normally act. Cause that is how you normally act in real life. Yeah. So like, they miss all of those parts. And then that one moment when I'm being annoying as we all are like, that's the only thing that people see. And it's like, well, yeah, of course I'm annoying, but like, I'm more than just annoying. Like, right. that's like I have the 10% person. of my personality. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, I love that. No, and I think that YouTube is so awesome. And like, I'm so glad you finally launched it. Because I remember like years ago, we were talking about, you were like, I might do one, maybe have fashion and beauty and fitness. Maybe I'll just have fitness. Like you were like, so not sure. And now it's like a full-blown vlog of your life. It's so awesome. Yeah, I know. I wish I did it sooner, but I'm like, you know what? Better late than never. Yeah. And It was a great time to start like with this relationship, with this place in my life. And I think all of the viewers and fans are like understanding now that they're watching a television show that's edited. Right. And it's like, I'm not going to blame editing. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you're seeing a small portion. They're building characters on a television show and like, if you're going to think that that's me 100 and there's nothing else to me and no substance and I'm just this annoying boy crazy psycho, <laughs> okay, well then you're a fucking idiot who is well, unintelligent. They probably really did their job because they made the character they wanted. They, bravo, right, pun exactly. intended. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Well, um, I want to know, how are you holding up in quarantine with everything that's going on right now? What are you doing 
to kind of pass the time and do everything because like you are someone who really does like get out even if it is just to work out or go do something or whatever like how are you handling all this and like what are you doing like to kind of pass the time it's crazy that it's been I think like six weeks now I've been here because it doesn't feel like that long because every day just seems to go by so fast like Brock is doing his workouts I'm doing a podcast or setting up my vlog or whatever and then it's like oh shit it's almost dinner time and then it's like or like I have my days like this today where I woke up, made some avocado toast, laid out for an hour. Then I had um, a, a huddle meet and greet with fans. Then I had Paige on my podcast. I had a phone call with my lawyer and now I'm here. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, it's dinner time. So it's like right. days like this go by so quickly, but it feels so productive. And I'm just trying to make the best of it. I know that I'm in a way better situation than majority of people in this world right now. I'm very fortunate that I can work from home and still entertain and, you know, do all of that. But at the same time, like, I really want to go out and get some Mexican food and I want to yeah. get my freaking nails done. I, I noticed you have your press-ons. I love you. I gave up. I was like, I can't. I'm just like bare. I can't <laughs> function without them. Like, literally, I cannot, like, the nubs, I just, I can't. So <laughs> these are popping off like Lala every day, but. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure. going to use that at the reunion. My nails are popping good. off like Lala. Yeah, that was great. Clutch. But like, uh, I'm, it's true. It's like, I know I keep looking at my lashes and I'm like, I keep using this lash serum and I'm like, oh my gosh, are they growing yet? Are they growing yet? Cause I'm so used to like having my extensions. Like, and it's true. It's like such tedious things, but it's things that like we're used to and that like are yeah. normal, like go-tos. So. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I've worked hard for these luxuries to be able yeah. to spend $150 a month on my nails. Like right. that is in my monthly budget and also low key a tax write off partially because yeah, totally. it's part of my brand. Yes, like I'm known for yeah. lashes and nails and fitness and these things that it's like, it's just, it's, it's a part of my life. And I've worked hard to have these luxuries and Although nails is not the biggest deal. There are people literally dying in this world right now. I know. Yeah. So I'm like, I know that me having to put some press-ons on for a few months is not the end of the world because there are people's lives ending in this world right now. And there's such a just bigger picture of things to focus on. And I'm just trying to stay positive and know how fortunate I am to be in this beautiful house and, uh, you know, a great calm serene setting not in the craziness of west hollywood yeah but i miss my friends i miss going like out and just being social like i got so drunk last night at a virtual birthday party <laughs> <laughs> i got awesome. off it i stood up three hours later and i was like whoa and then i blew <laughs> my breathalyzer and it was 0.13 i was like damn that's hurt. <laughs> hey, at least you had a good time. I mean, <laughs> I did. It was so fun. I was like, this is like white claw number two. And I was like, slow it down, Sheena. You don't need to repeat a last month. That's but, so funny. But I mean, at least you're making the best of the situation. I mean, I think that's like what we're all trying to do, right? It's like, we're just, you know, me being so pregnant, I feel like my hormones are just freaking up and down, up and down. I'm like crying and mad and this and that. Like, it's like, it's all over the place, obviously more so for like me being pregnant, but yeah hard to just I think for all of us to be in quarantine like yes you're safe at home you're sheltered at home but it's still hard it's like you're just like every day flies by and it kind of feels like 
groundhog day. Like I agree with you. It's like, I'll have productive. Totally. Right. You're just like, it all blends. What day is it? It's Wednesday. It's Tuesday. Like, you know, I, that's why I texted you. Cause I was like, wait, oh my gosh, I have to, I'm, I'm podcasting with Sheena in a few minutes. Like, you know, it's like the days blend, you know, everything blends. Yeah. yeah. But, um, wait, I was just going to say something. I forgot. <laughs> oh, I say is Brock, is Brock handling like quarantine? Well, you said he's playing video games, so he must be handling quarantine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's doing as much as he can with his business to transfer all of his um, clientele over to online because obviously the gym's closed. Yeah. So he's been busy with that, like, literally every day. It's like, there are some days when it's like, I feel like, like, we'll miss each other because he's in the garage doing his workouts, outside doing his live workouts, in here doing his calls with manufacturers. And then I'm like, Hi, <laughs> how's your day? Like, I feel like I haven't seen you. We live together. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. well, that, that's funny. I love your hands. Like, hey. They're like, I, I, they're like, we're here in quarantine too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they love all this attention they're getting. Of course. Me. Well, as I say, Amelia is the same. I mean, I think kids and animals are like loving this time right now because we're yeah. them the whole time. So they're like, oh, good. You get to just love on me and go nowhere else, you know? I know. And like, not that I'm ever okay just like leaving them. They're always taken care of when I travel. But like last week, we had to go to LA for a night, then down to San Diego for an inspection, and then back here. And in like the 22 hours we were gone, I was like, oh my God, the cats are home alone. And I'm like, <laughs> I've left them for much longer. Granted, someone's like usually there with them. Yeah. But I just like, I was like, I need, like, I felt so bad because it's like, I've been with them all day, every day. And Salem's a little shit and he'll claw at the furniture. <laughs> so before we left, we put every blanket and sheet I own over all of the furniture. So like, I didn't come home to a ruined couch and all of this shit, but right. Yeah. It's yeah. going to, it, I don't know how we're going to go back to normal life. Like it's going to be so weird. It is. I know. I've, I've said that several times. I'm like, I don't think we'll go back to a full new normal right away. I feel like it's going to be no. like transition of like, I don't know. It's, it's going to take some time for sure, but I cannot wait to get a pedicure. And oh, some acrylic. My toes, my name. I know. It's like <sighs> I look at myself, like my face, my, my nails, my toes. <laughs> it's oh, just- I remember what I was gonna say. I get the hormone thing because all summer filming a reality show while freezing my eggs, getting off oh, birth yeah. control, injecting myself with hormones. Like I know I don't know what it feels like to be pregnant, but I know what it feels like to want to be pregnant one day and put your body through that. So right. I totally forgot about your freezing of your eggs. Like that must have been so intense to be doing during the show. Yeah. I um I don't recommend that (laughs) you're gonna film a show. Don't freeze your eggs. Seriously. It was um it was challenging, but I did it and I just am so bummed that they didn't show really any Oh, I was honestly hoping they were going to kind of document that journey because that one is so relatable to so many people. And two, I mean, it really was a huge part of what you were doing and it was impacting, you know, your life obviously by choice, but I mean, there were so many things you couldn't do because you were doing that. Yeah. So I do want to do it again though. I want to document it all on my YouTube so people can really see it more than just a Instagram highlight of filtered videos. 
Yeah. Um, but right when I was getting ready for round three, we got put on lockdown. So I'm like, oh. I'm not going to also live two hours away from my doctor. Be like, and right now, like the clinic's not even open. They're only open for low egg reserve, high risk patients, which although I'm low egg reserve, I'm 34, almost 35 in two weeks. Oh my God. But like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to start a family right now. I've already done two rounds of egg freezing. Like, I'm not their priority, you know, client yeah. to come in right now, patient. So um, when the time's right, I'm sure I will do a third round, but I don't want to do it when we're filming again. I I need my um, my white claws and weed when we're filming. <laughs> no, wait. You need, your, you need your vices. I know. Right now, that's, I think, been my hardest thing is, like, I have no bites. I can't drink. I can't smoke. Like I'm literally just like, I'll have a little bit of CBD here and there as I really need it for my anxiety. But other than that, I'm just like, uh, cheers to my naked green machine. <laughs> you know right. I mean, I did 50 days like sober and that's the longest I've ever gone in my life probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, wow. I mean, I'm not even at two months. One day I'm going to have to do this for nine. Yeah. It's intense. You know, it's like in the beginning, it's like fine. And then you got to get close to the end. And especially now being in this, I'm like, I, I need something, man. Like, what can I do? You know, it's like, yeah. And hard. I'm like, I mean, I don't even know when the time is right. Like I might not even be able to carry my own kid. Like, yeah, I might, you know, have to get a surrogate. And if so, I'll be high while she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got your advice for you. No worries. Got you girl. <laughs> Yeah, I'll keep my mental state in check. You take the baby. <laughs> We're good. We're good. But you obviously still want like children in the future. Yeah. I mean, I go back and forth with it. Ask me a year and a half, two years ago, I didn't. Yeah. And then I do. And then I don't. And it's like, I just know my wish-washy ass goes back and forth so much that I needed to do this for my, in case this is the route I want to go. I find the right person. They want kids. Like, I don't want to be 40 and find out that, you know, I, I can't. So yeah. although uh, my AMH levels are almost zero, I will have trouble getting pregnant on my own if I try. But I know that this is the best decision I can make. And I have 16 mature eggs. I don't know if they're viable until they're fertilized. But you know, if out of those 16, if I'm not able to do a third round, if not one of those is good, then maybe I'm just supposed to adopt. And that's right. something I've always thought about and I'm not against. I would love to take a kid out of foster care and give them a good home. Yeah. So, you know, you never know, but I'm trying to live my life in this relationship in the present and just take it day to day and yeah. not think about the future because that's why I have anxiety. The future gives me anxiety. The past gives me depression. But if I just deal with, here's where I'm at today. Yeah, what's in front of me? You know, then I can't, I just, you can't live too much in the future because it literally does give me so much anxiety. And well, no, you're right. And I kind of feel like in the pandemic right now, I kind of feel like we're all learning that as like we're growing and being forced to be still you really are living in the present moment. Like you really yeah. can't worry about the future because we don't know what the future is. 
and you can't think about the past because like the past is gone. So it's like, you literally are in what we're in right now. And that's it. And I kind of, sometimes I kind of wonder, cause I'm very big, you know, about like universe and what it's teaching you. And I do, I kind of wonder like, are we being shown this for like our own growth and being shown like we have to focus on the present, not be such a fast paced society. It's not sustainable. And like, what are you learning from this? And that's what I'm trying to do to like take away from this. Like I've been a ton of journaling and meditation and trying to like find that side of me that I feel like sometimes I lose too, because I think way too into the future and I don't stay present. Yeah. I'm with you girl. <laughs> you know, well, I know we're gonna wrap this up soon, but do you have any like, self-care tips that like you've been doing or anything fun that like you feel like you'd want to share that you're like oh those are the things that are helping me be cool in quarantine or like you know anything that's like just like sheena-esque that maybe you know someone else isn't doing or they'd want to hear or whatever um i feel like i'm doing non-sheena-esque things like oh, okay. i like to go walk the golf course and like i'm not watching that much tv i want to start writing a book and like i don't know i'm just trying to be um productive still get my fitness in but i'm just trying to stay positive because i mean unless i have ads on my podcast like i'm not making money we're not filming i'm not making money like i know i'm i have a great savings and i'm fortunate in my position more than a lot of people but i'm out of a job right now too yeah, I, 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 it stresses me out because yeah, I unless like. I film, I don't get paid. So it's like, you know, we don't know when season nine is going to start. I don't know when ad revenue is going to pick back up. Like I don't have a job either. So I'm, I'm there with people who are unemployed. I'm just not getting paid to be unemployed because I'm yeah. an independent <laughs> contractor. Right. So just trying to stay positive, focus on myself and just you know, do things that make me happy and don't stress me out. And uh, yeah. And have Coachella and have Coachella party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's awesome. Well, obviously people know where to find you, but tell us obviously anyways, and, and, and tell us where to find your YouTube and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So everything is just at Sheena, S-C-H-E-A-N-A. Same with youtube.com slash Sheena. And, um, yeah, I'm new on TikTok. I'm getting good with that. I'm yes, so you are. I know. I watched someone with you and Brock was awesome. I'm like, yeah. I don't I'm like, we got to do the flip the switch. He's like, oh God. <laughs> it's so fun. But the amount of arguments we got in, in the three hours it took us to film that, I was like, we're fighting over TikToks. <laughs> like, are, what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> But it's, it's been fun. We're making the best of it. And, you know, I just, I feel very blessed to be able to still work from home. Even if I'm not getting paid for my work, it's keeping my self, um, to not go crazy, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> keeping your mental health in check. I feel you exactly I'm constantly coming up with content. I'm like, well, I'm not getting paid for it, but like, at least it's keeping me distracted. Like, you know, yeah. And I'm having so much fun filming my YouTube and that's slowly, you know, I'm, I'm monetized. So I'm slowly starting to see that come in and yeah. hopefully that can, you know, be what pays my bills. Cause I enjoy doing that more than most anything I've done. I mean, I love doing my podcast, but doing YouTube with the video aspect and incorporating other people and just like the fun graphics and all of that, like it's been so much fun. And I just like, I got stagecoach this weekend and I just can't <laughs> wait to put out more content and just keep having fun with it because yeah. 
It's awesome. It's like a real vlog. I mean, it's like a real fun, like of your life and like constant moments. And it's, it, it's really cool. So definitely guys, if you haven't seen her YouTube yet, go subscribe and uh, yes. check it out. And Chita, thank you so much for doing this love. It's been like so thank you. long. I know this. we got to do this again too. Yeah. It's, it's taken us too long, but I know. And, and eventually when I pop, you know, baby girl number two out and we're done quarantining, I'll see you IRL. Hundred <laughs> percent, because they need to meet the kids. Yes, I know. <laughs> All right, love. Well, stay safe and quarantine. Thanks so much. Cheers, guys. Thank Next you. Time. Bye. Bye.